Hey guys, Dennis here with Revog Games. I'm joined by Joshua Veyers, all the way in South Africa. Yes, and we're back for another episode of the Revog Games podcast, our weekly podcast where we talk about all the game news, releases, rumors, trends, whatever the hell's going on in gaming. Um, so let's start off with a, a, bi a big one today. Uh, finally, the God of War Ragnarok release date was revealed, and this was after much speculation that it would get delayed um and that it wasn't coming out this year they finally the rumors had already said that it was going to be in november and they finally have a release date november 9th for both ps4 and ps5 um they also released a short cg trailer along with this uh it, you know it's it's a very short thing most likely in game though because most yeah, of their yeah, cutscenes yeah. take place in game so definitely yeah. in game I mean, it looks cool, but, you know, uh, I guess the one thing is that the, the big wolf people were speculating was uh, Fenrir, which was like uh, in a N Norse mythology, uh, which is he's supposed the to be wolf? like this. Yeah, it's supposed to be the son of Loki, which obviously is a little strange considering. Um, yeah, with, without I, you know what? At this yeah. point, I, I feel like we can talk about God of War spoilers. You know what I mean? If you haven't played it to this point, maybe don't listen. Maybe just skip five minutes ahead. Yeah. But um, but yeah, no. The uh, Artreus. Well, you know what? Actually, without saying spoilers, we'll we'll call him Artreus for now. Yeah. Or should we? Well, it's weird because yeah, he Artreus is Loki, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and it's Loki and Fenrir is Loki's son. Yeah, but they don't so, know if that wolf is. They're just speculating that speculating. it possibly so, could we, be. I mean, it'd be, it would be it wouldn't make sense in the current so, timeline. So, I mean, what do you think about one the release date that we finally got an official one, and also generous, the, the trailer? Very generous, I think. I think it's a very generous release date. Even if they were like, I know people were thinking maybe there's a delay. Uh, mm -hmm. We were speculative for a while. I I did have hope that they would uh, still bring it out this year, but I was spec I thought maybe December, you know, mm -hmm. like so. I think January is quite generous. Um, yeah, I don't think there will be a delay, but the thing is, uh, saying November as well, it does, not that it would happen, but it does give them that safety fallback if they do need that extra month or two of polish, they can delay it till December or for Christmas time or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. But I don't think that'll happen. Like, I'm pretty sure that this game's going to come out. Like, the team working on this is really good, you know? I they, There's, from what I've heard, like, uh, Santa Monica Studio, there's the, it's a good work environment as well, mm -hmm. you know? So... I think it's going to come out. I'm more excited about this beautiful collector's edition. Oh, yes. They also revealed the collector's mm. edition. It has a, whatchamacallit, um, a, is it a 16-inch version of Mjolnir? Yeah, 16-inch, yeah. Uh -huh. It's, um, I'm not too sure how big that is. Like, if I'm speculating, like, it's still going to yeah. be, a, if I'm speculating, it's still kind of small. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's not life-size or anything like that. Um, not, yeah, but, but, but it'll be a good desk piece, that's for sure. Nice, good yeah, desk piece. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about the collector's edition. Shelf, um, you know? It's got, you know, a nice, cool box. It's got... Uh, yeah, oh, it also uh, comes with these little carvings. I thought that was like an in-game item, but it's these little two-inch mm -hmm. Vanner Twins carvings. That's cool. There's a the dice set. There's a display case. Yeah. No game disconcluded. And then there is digital well, items um, that come with the it. The dice like set, that's sick. Attack. It's like, a, it's that's a full on, that's um, for D&D &D and stuff. That's so sick. Oh, I like that. Ooh, okay, but what is this, this uh, knowledge keeper shrine? Is that like, I'm guessing that's the actual thing it comes in. 
that's probably what the, bo- the yeah, box yeah. that it comes in all the it stuff comes with yeah. the rings it's funny they actually have pictures of like an unboxing of the set the game's not ready yet but like they have like a f- pictures of, of uh, I'm, I'm assuming it's you know sony santa monica studios employee oh you know what it. the hammer looks way better than what i thought it would look like now that i'm seeing the real life version of it because mm-hmm. in in the picture there's sh- in the picture they're showing it it's like a it's a very different color you know what i mean mm-hmm. so okay that actually looks pretty cool uh wait what else comes with it here so you get the darkdale armor the darkdale axe grip darkdale blood handles and i'm not too sure what that looks like but it's nice that it comes with those extra little cosmetics there's a darkdale attire for uh or Treus. Um, full game for PS4 and PS5. That's nice, I guess, uh, in case people are in the transitional stage or whatever. Avatar set. There's a there's a digital mini art book by Dark Horse, which is awesome. Uh, a PS4 theme. Why not a PS5 theme as well? I don't understand. <laughs> um, I'm sure it probably works on PS5, but yeah. God of War Ragnarok digital soundtrack. I don't that, see a, sick, I don't man. see a price yet. It says pre-orders yeah, go say, live July fifteenth, which is which is next week. You obviously have your regular launch edition, and you have like the digital deluxe that includes, you mm-hmm. know, certain weapons and and whatnot, and downloadable content, and then yeah, you have the collector's edition that has all that. I'm assuming oh, it's going to be around two hundred, two fifty. Is that what I'm guessing? That is steep, but that would make sense. That would, I'm just guessing. Anything cause... more than two hundred, anything more than two hundred, would be absurd. Like, yeah, it's probably two hundred. These collectors get like I remember it could be when one fifty. Was... Dep- it could be one fifty depending on the quality of the yeah. items. You know, I remember buying collectors editions of like I think Fallout for like you know eighty bucks. <laughs> like they were like a little bit more expensive. They weren't like yeah, they weren't. Uh, the crazy I used to think now. like uh, yeah like a hundred dollars I was like damn like that yeah. for me was a collector's edition and I could get yeah. behind that because it's like when you get to the point where you're paying more than the cost of the actual base game yeah. you know if it's double the price of the actual base game it's a bit much for me and I wouldn't get it unless I literally had money burning a hole in my pocket now that I don't have space in my home office like I did when I used to have my office at the studio it's a lot harder to like get excited to try and buy one of these because yeah. I just don't have the room to, to put them and who's going to sure, look yeah. at them you know just me <laughs> so man it does it does look good though. that's sick yeah, it looks cool it looks November very 9th. cool and it comes with a lot yeah. of cool stuff um but yeah pre-orders go live next week J- july 15th so be on the look look out for that um all right let's move on to the next thing well actually you know before we move on to the next thing we got the release date we got the you know picture of the you know the collectors. We got the CG trailer. Let's assume that the God of War Ragnarok is is coming out uh, at when they say it is. It's definitely going to be a contender for Game of the Year. Unless they mess up early enough, yeah. Unless they yeah, mess it up, really, you know. They released if they do. Really, yeah, I was going to say if they release it any later, it wouldn't be up for nomination. So. That time slot makes sense as well. It's good for them. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Know. I think it will be, man. It's oh, God damn it. I'm gonna have to like make a plan for a PS5 because there's <laughs> like even though I know I I hope it won't be too long for the PC release. You know, hopefully hopefully yeah. less than a year. That's me being very optimistic. Yeah, I think but, it's um, gonna be probably gonna, a year. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to buy it or like borrow a PS5, man. God damn it. 
I have a, you know what? Maybe I'll make a deal with my buddy because he's got one. Of, if I pay for the game, he'll come. Like we can come over and like binge it over a weekend or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think in terms of like if it does make the cut for 2022, it's going to go up against Elden Ring. It probably would have gone up against Starfield, but Starfield is not coming out this year anymore. We we said kind of the the Hogwarts game was going to be kind of a dark horse. Um, what else? I think what other Elden games? Ring would win. I still. Think I think Elden so. Ring, yeah, I think Elden Ring would win against this because it's new, fresh IP. It changed the game. You know what I mean? It was genre defining as well. You know, even though it did grab a lot of influence from other games, they put it together in a way that really worked. You know what I mean? Also, I think like I don't know if they're the type of people to do it, but I think that the they will. Cons- didn't God of War win the game of the year when it came out? Yeah, yeah, I believe, I believe so. it did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Got yeah, it got flawless reviews from every single company. Yeah. So, um. Maybe there'll be more. Here's the thing. Even that aside, I do think Elden Ring will win. I think it'll be close, but I do think Elden Ring would beat it. And mm-hmm. I haven't played the game. We yeah. Haven't played the game. We're just speculating. I'm just pure yeah. speculation. The, the game could be amazing. And be th- yeah. And the graphics do look great from what we saw as well. Like the, mm-hmm. the CGI uh, cutscene they sh- showed us, it it was in, like, I'm pretty sure it's in-game because most of God of War cutscenes usually are in-game, you know? Yeah, like I mean, the whole the last game was technically, or not technically, it was made to look like a one, you know, one-take uh, game. Yeah, one-take movie kind of thing, which was sick. So, yeah, that being said, because that's the thing, is like it's going to be a flawless game, but it's not going to be new. It's literally going to be... you know, Which like is when, funny, because Elden, Elden Ring yeah. is not a flawless game, but it was exactly but so very new yeah, yeah very genre breaking because with god of war like we know what to expect we played god of war before god of, like i played all the god of wars you know all the god mm-hmm. like i played god of war one two three and like the spin-off games as well mm-hmm. and when they re essentially they didn't reboot it but the continuation of god of war within norse mythology rather than greek mythology that was new that was exciting the combat mechanics completely changed the camera angle completely mm-hmm. changed is a big thing so but they're not going to do that with ragnarok with ragnarok it is literally just an extension of the previous god of war game which is awesome and i'm going to love it but i already know what to expect i know i'm not going to get something new maybe there'll be some new game mechanics but i highly doubt it for the most yeah they're not going to mess with a very proven formula i mean remember i'm 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 the person who didn't play uh the other god i obviously i knew god of war and i knew it was a very popular uh mm. playstation exclusive but i never played them but the the uh is it is it god of war 4 basically is that in in terms of the 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 story wise yes story wise it would be technically be god of war 4 yeah so with this kind of reboot revival of the franchise is what got me interested because people told me not only were the game mechanics great but that the story was good too um Mm -hmm. and the characters and that's what got me to play it i mean so i don't think they're going to change from that formula for ragnarok it's just going to be more of the same yeah. which is a good thing and we yeah we don't want that i was going to say i don't i don't want him to change it it's going to be i think i'm pretty sure it's going to be a 10 out of 10 game again i'm fairly confident in most reviews giving it a 9.5 or a 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it's going to be flawless i like look if the, there is always that chance of someone fucking up somewhere but i just don't see that happening if it does then it's, it's all sucks it's also it's a pre-existing you know franchise and game mechanics and mm. yeah i just don't see them changing too much i mean people maybe yeah. there'll be something like 
you know, Last of Us Part Two, where there's a controversial story element to it that they people could get change up Artreus though, like well, the I way mean, you use him. Like, if anything was going to change, it would be his implication to the to not just the story but the gameplay mechanics. Because hmm. as we saw, he's older now as well. Well, he's, like he's bigger. His character model was taller. I'm sure bigger, he's new deeper skills. voice. Yeah, maybe yeah, he'd be so. less of a sidekicky character. You know. Yeah, uh, but God of but Kratos himself, I'm pretty sure will be very similar. Maybe we'll see some new weapons. That's always something they change up in the games. But for mm -hmm. the most part, yeah, we know what we're getting. It's going to be a great game. It's just unfortunate it's going to be up against Elden Ring. Like I'm pretty. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing: the, the 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 director is a very humble guy. Like mm -hmm. it's uh, the game director. I'm pretty. It's the same game director from the the previous God of War game, right? They would. I, mean, I, I would assume so. I would assume so. Yeah. He was a very, he's a very humble guy. I don't think he like he would take the defeat in his stride. I think he knows, I think he knows that Elden Ring is a pretty fantastic fucking game. You know, yeah. Even with all of its flaws, it's, yeah, well. it's a masterpiece. Well, um, all right, let's move on to the next thing. This was uh, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini this last was, this week. This was kind of big though, actually, like low key kind of big. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like huge announcements like some uh, some mm -hmm. like Breath of the Wild news or something like that. But, you know, they did announce that uh, Persona 5 Royale, Persona 4 Golden, Persona 3 Portable are going to come on Switch finally because people have been asking and for these games. And then those games we would work so well on that platform is the thing. And also in handheld mode. As yeah. someone who's been using a Switch now for more than a year, I've noticed that some games just do not work in handheld mode. Mm -hmm. And like, I think I'm not gonna buy a game if it doesn't work. Like, yeah, you can play it on the TV. Like, there's like there's like you can play like first-person shooters. You can hook up your fort. You can hook up your like your controllers. You can hook up your thing mm -hmm. to the TV and play it, and it kind of works. But as soon as it's portable, everything looks smaller. It just doesn't work. So I, f I find turn-based games are the most. They're the perfect type of game for. A Nintendo Switch that and like this Nintendo Mini Direct was great for smaller fan bases, which are people that don't really get like uh, uh, they don't really get their like games too much. So I'm very happy for them. Like a lot of smaller fan bases are very happy, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the new um, what's it? Uh, Bomberman game, Super Bomberman R2, mm -hmm. new game announced. I was literally playing that game over the weekend. I told you I uh, had a LAN over the weekend. Yeah. Played a lot of Fortnite mainly, but also a lot of uh, Nintendo games because they're great like couch co-op games. You know, a lot of Mario Party. Uh, we played the the Wii, sorry, the Switch Sports, which I can man, I actually do love that. This Switch Sports has been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, came out recently, but yeah, Super Bomberman. We played a lot of that. Looking forward to the the new game, for sure. A lot. There was a lot of kind of like like I said, like low key exciting announcements here. Persona Five Royale being the biggest. Um, I, I do love that game, and I never actually got to play Persona 3, so that's nice. It gives me the opportunity to go back and try that out. Mega yeah, there was Man, a lot Battle of Network. yeah, but there was a lot of like uh, Portal Companion Collection coming to Switch, that was or a, actually that was already on Switch. Yeah, that was a and, surprise for me, man. Like, that's interesting to have that on the Switch. Mario and Rabbids. Um, I don't like that style of game because it is like, like X like that XCOM. Type of oh, is it like tactics? That. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. like that kind of thing. But people are stoked about that because it's been it's been years since the previous Mario slash Rabbit Rabbids um, game. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's one of those. Um, yeah, it is a sequel, so it's it's one of those uh, strategy based like games, kind of like XCOM. I could never get into them. They yeah. are great though. Uh, there's this Mir Har Harvestella game. I'm not pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, it's a Square Enix. Har it's like a yeah. 
It's like an oh, wait, RPG is this, is lifestyle I sim. I'm actually so stoked for this. I saw this. I love these types of games. They're very it's, casual. Like they're very soothing to play. I like it's um emphasis on like farming simulators and like, Yeah, they said it's similar to that. Stardew Valley. Yeah, it's yeah, which is great, but and obviously no more 3D, more pretty kind of setting. Yeah. It's coming yeah, out November fourth. Uh the return to Monkey Island is coming to the Switch. Uh that's good. It. And it's actually coming this... to the Switch first, which is, you know, rare. Okay. There's yeah. this hold on, this is near Automata the end of Yorha edition. Um I would I don't know, I don't see that running very good on the system. Like if if they do, it must be like a watered down version of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. There's there there's a lot of like big AAA games that sometimes get come out on the Switch like years later, and it just doesn't run well. Mm-hmm. If they especially if they're like planning on using um, streaming technology, which is what they do with a lot of the bigger games, because they can't. You don't even have like the space on your Switch for it unless you have an extended uh, like a memory card or something. So I don't know how that's gonna run. I'm I'm uh yeah I don't I don't see that going down very well. <laughs> Sonic Frontiers is coming to the Switch. I actually didn't uh, mm. know that, but apparently it is. That seems like that a good actually match. Makes makes sense to yeah. me. That makes sense for that me, type though. of game. Um, I know there was yeah. you know initial kind of bad first impressions with people playing the demo. Um, then they released another gameplay trailer that looked a little better. So that showed like different locations other than just this, the green zone area and it looked yeah. better. So there's still hope yet oh, for it. Yeah. I just hope they delay it. Cause I think the release date is supposed to be oh, like the needs, end of this yeah. year. They need to delay that thing. They need to add more to that game for sure. Here's the thing right off the bat. When I saw that, I was actually not impressed, but I was like, this looks like I would enjoy it, like it, mm-hmm. like like casually, you know what I mean. In the same sense that I enjoy swinging around New York, Manhattan as Spider Man, you know. Like I know that that's not the basis of the game, but there, like it seems fun, you know. Like we haven't had a surfing game in like fucking fifteen years or more, but mm-hmm. any kind of like any kind of game, like skating games or any like it, it just there, there's a certain feeling to it that just looks enjoyable. But then I heard the people who had a hands-on play with it, and they said that it wasn't satisfying feeling at all. And I was like, oh god. Mm-hmm. So that's where my uh, my issues come in, you know. So I hope they can at least make it feel satisfying, and I want to feel fast. If if I don't feel fast, it's not a Sonic game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Is there anything else of note for the direct mini for you? There's a, because I'm not too um, familiar. Minecraft, with it. Minecraft Legends is coming okay. to the Switch, which makes sense as well. That was that we we bring, we brought that up last time. That was a big announcement. Still not too sure what that game is going to be about, but it does look kind of fun. Um, yeah, that makes sense. There's a there's a bunch of small things. Dragon Quest treasures, um, Doraemon, Pac-Man. Nothing else that really jumps up, uh, except for they. I guess they announced the the roadmap for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Um, I actually just picked up Monster Hunter Rise on PC because the, they had that sale on Steam. I do have it on Switch. Uh, the game's a little too ambitious on the switch it's too big. oh is it i, th- I thought it would have been like a good fit it, r- it for the runs switch. like it runs beautifully runs fantastic uh and like th- mon- the monster hunter series actually thrived on mobile devices yeah that's what i mean like, like on the like which is why monster hunter generations which is the game that come out they released that game after monster hunter rise on the switch it looks less pretty but it's it's that's more of like the old psp games like it's a. Uh, I even think it could be like a remake or a remaster. I could be wrong on that. But that works really well on the Switch. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is, as beautiful as the game works, the issue is, is that it just doesn't work in, like I said, in the handheld mode. works on the TV. So I got it for my PC, and I'm loving it on my PC. Mainly because it comes with a 4K texture pack, so it looks extra fucking crisp on my PC. Mm-hmm. But I've been enjoying that, so I'm gonna, I might have to pick up the Sunbreak uh, expansion soon. Nice. Um, anything else of note yeah, in that's the... About, that's about it. Okay. All right, uh, moving on. This was some nice news, at least for me, and I, I assume you as mm-hmm. well. Halo Infinite mm-hmm. Campaign Co-op. Uh, we, I think they had targeted August. I don't think they had an exact release date, but they said around August. So, But the beta is actually starting in a few days, uh, less than a week, uh, July 11th. And it's the pre- that it's gonna be open to anyone who owns Halo Infinite or has is a Game Pass member, which is both of us. Yeah. So I'm all, and we're I'm pretty sure we're both part of the Insider program as well. Yeah. So we'll be able to to try it and test it out and see how it works. Um, we we can see what uh, yeah we can test it out and see what it's like people playing with horrible ping across the world (laughs) me and you depending on who hosts i guess you know whoever doesn't host is gonna have a bad time i'm down to test it out though like i said a bit worried that they're launching it in beta but i -hmm. suppose this is actually the quick it seems it seems like this would be the quickest way for them to get it out sooner like you know clear out all the bugs yeah Uh, and remember they are this is the first time they're doing co-op in an open world type of it's different for them yeah there's Um, a lot more to like screw around and there's probably like glitches involving like people like grappling each other in the, you know there's there's so much like that can go wrong so i understand why it took so long and i guess even though like i said i'm skeptical about it being beta first it makes sense for them to do like one giant get a bunch of people to come in and do like one giant like bug test essentially you know before they announce it to actually come out and work uh, yeah i can't believe how long it's been since the launch of this game yeah it was you know for the co-op to come and, out and, and how you know, remember when multiplayer came out, they came out two weeks before the campaign and mm-hmm. people were loving it. People were like talking about how great it was and how it has been now where people who are kind of down on it because of the lack of uh, updates, the lack of new content, the lack of fixes. Um, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think that the, the sync issue is still happening. I personally haven't played it, not because... I haven't, you know, because I'm turned off by any of that stuff because I'm just, you know, I guess I'm Busy. not quite oh, as into yeah. No, I'm just playing all, you know, oh. like Elden Ring took out <laughs> so many hours of my life, you know. Um, yeah. I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy right now. I do want to get back into Halo. I think playing the campaign in co-op would probably be a good boost uh, for I me re- to get re- back re- into replay, multiplayer. Yeah. I replayed so. the campaign recently. Had a lot of fun. Really? Like, okay. I do, I do enjoy the campaign more than the multiplayer, personally. Mm-hmm. But I also have been. I haven't played it in a while, but I've been. I was playing the multiplayer of this last this new season that they that came out, season two. I was playing it with like three or four other friends, and we were mm-hmm. doing the tactical Slayer mode, and that was a lot of fun. It's unforgiving though. Like you have to like your aim has to be good. You have no mm-hmm. like armor or anything. It's a lot more. It's, I guess the reason I played is because it's very similar to Valorant. But also not so. It's the closest thing to Valorant in Halo they have. Uh-huh. That's probably why I love playing it so much. Yeah, uh, for the campaign, I usually, if I'm playing single player by myself, I play heroic. You know. Yeah. Uh, but on co-op, then there's no excuse not to do legendary, uh, because you mm-hmm. essentially have unlimited lives. You know, to an extent. Yeah. 
so Maybe there's no reason not to play. Yeah. yeah, so definitely looking forward to that. So it's great news, though, all around. Like good news. It's like I said, it's sad that it took this long, but at least it's finally mm -hmm. happening. Some, I was starting to think they were just going to scrape it entirely. Mm -hmm. And do we do we did they ever release Forge? Are we still waiting for? Is Forge no. ever going to happen? I mean, it, it's still not released, and they're still waiting for it. I think it's going to be past. Um, August, because, yeah, it's probably going to be in the fall sometime, which is unfortunate because when yeah. you're talking about the mod community and... They you know, love it, man. Yeah. So, and also, one of, it, it can help solve one of the problems, right? There's no new content, or at least new, not enough new content that people are complaining about. The mod community can help with that, right? Like why? Why are people still? Well, we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but why are people still playing Fallout? Right? Like, like mm -hmm. Fallout Four because there's mods coming out. Um, exactly, it's the mod Skyrim. Yeah. You know, there's the mod community. So, anyways, um, next thing is Redfall. This was interesting that they released. Um, you seen as this game is, you know, not going to be coming out until next year. They released kind of like a official like. Um, welcome to Redfall trailer that kind of tells you more about the story. Now, someone in the comments corrected us when I said it looked a lot like Left 4 Dead, and I still say that it still does in terms of the gameplay mechanics. It still looks very similar. However, um, they lot, did tell the abilities and stuff. Yeah, they did say that uh, uh, the person in the comment that corrected us this is it is in kind of open world area i mean i don't know how open world it is i mean it it's in the like, trailer it looks it says, like a little city it looks like it'll be like a, yeah. a small city and it's, it says it's story driven so it kind of reminds me of plus it's on an island it reminds me did you ever play dead island oh i love dead island yeah, yeah. dude dead island was the shit yeah i loved it because i thought remember it had that really cool trailer um yeah. it was like slow motion reverse or whatever and um and people went nuts over the trailer but then when the game came out it didn't look anything like the trailer um they were expecting something totally different and then yeah. i ended up getting it and playing it. i was like wow this to me i actually quite enjoyed it because it wasn't like left for dead it was mm. it was more like fallout than left for dead because you were like you had a character. It wasn't as in depth as is Fallout in terms of your your uh, stats and whatnot. But you you would build up your different stats in, in different categories, and you could build different weapons. Um, like you get a baseball bat, and you could you could attach barbed wire I, to I played it. That do... game, I played the game because of word of mouth. That's just how good that game was. Yeah. Like it was it was I wasn't I didn't like watch I didn't like it, it wasn't for me like you. I didn't see the trailer and go hey I want to I want to play this game. Mm -hmm. I had friends who were like you have to play this game. And then eventually I caved and I played it and I was like, oh, this was amazing. It's, it was, remember, it was four player, co so. it was flow player co-op mm -hmm. um, and it was a big like open world. As well. Yeah. An island. So it felt much more like uh, Fallout than it did um, Left 4 Dead. Because it wasn't, yes, you were fighting zombies, but it wasn't like hordes and hordes of zombies. It was, you know, yeah. th they would come at you and... And they had a melee combat, a pretty good melee combat system for zombies. You could stomp on there. That was other um, what you call attributes that you had to boost up. To you had to learn how to stomp on <laughs> zombies' heads and to get that and kick them and, and crush their heads and all that. So it was it was 
it was different. It was different flow to to the game, and I quite enjoyed exploring the island and trying to get off it. So I, I assume this this Redfall, which actually has got me a lot more interest, because if it was just mm. like Left for Dead, I'd be like, okay, we just had Back for Blood, you know, which was fun. Don't get me wrong, but did we need another one? But this seems like okay, they're gonna take Left for Dead, and they're gonna take uh, Fallout or Dead Island, and and mix them together. And it says it's story driven, so I'm. I'm actually more excited now that I've seen this Welcome to Redfall trailer yeah. than I was before. It definitely looks fun. That's the thing. Like, I, it looks fun. And you know what? Even though it's not an RPG at all, mm-hmm. it's the closest thing I'm going to get to a vampire, um, vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines <laughs> too. I can't believe, man. I, me and my friends, like that game was supposed to come out this year. And there was a pre-order last year for it. We all pre-ordered it. Mm-hmm. And then one day they just removed the entire game from Steam for anywhere. Like it just disappeared. And we all got refunds. Like me and my friend, everybody, we just got our money back. Mm-hmm. Like it was the weirdest thing. And then they just went dead silence on the game. And now they're like all about their battle royale that they're working on instead, which is so dumb. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to Redfall for that reason, you know? Yeah, they have different characters, hero characters, much like uh, mm-hmm. uh, Left for Dead, Black for Blood style. And you kind of choose who play you, you know, is closer to your play style, but yeah, you can upgrade your weapons, upgrade your attributes and whatnot. So I'm, I'm, it's four player co-op too, which that's, that's fun. That's the most, yeah. that's the, re- that's the most reason that I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on. This is uh, just a very simple story, which is horizon. The TV series. We know that PlayStation and Sony are doing a television series based on, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Horizon Forbidden West, and since obviously these games are different names, they decided to call it uh, Horizon 2074, uh, which takes place, I guess, a thousand years before the games? Um, Kind of. Well, it takes place place within that thousand years, I believe. Oh, okay. Like like in the early stages of the full, like... um, how f- did you play the first game yet? Or no, I mean I started it. I started it, but I haven't played. Okay. I'm gonna probably finish Guardians and then get to Horizon Zero okay, Dawn. I, I, I'm without spoilers. Uh, there's something you learn towards the end of that game, okay. and it's it's just it, like you. Well, the way that game works is like you get little glimpses of the past, like you collect these bits of technology, and it'll show you cutscenes from what happened a thousand years ago. Um, so it seems like this TV show is gonna take place. Yeah, like shortly after the fall of civilization. So yeah, it's, it's within those first thousand years. Yeah, It's coming to Netflix. Uh, remember, Sony's also having the God of War series and Gran Turismo. I can't remember if those were going to be on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I think, wasn't God of War going to be on Amazon Prime? I can't, I can't remember exactly. Um, okay, there but, it is. Sorry, 2066. Yeah. So yeah, that's about like... It's about less. That's less than ten years into the fall of okay. civilization. Okay. That's gonna. That's a rough time to be alive, man. Wow. Like, yeah. oof. The entire fall of civilization eight years later. That's gonna be a shitty time to be alive. Yeah. I'm interested to see what's the what they're gonna do. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, uh, speaking of uh, television series or video game television series, uh, Fallout TV, the TV series on Amazon Prime. Has I added uh, Kyle McLaughlin uh, from Twin Peaks fame? Uh, if you know him, he was Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks. Um, he was the, the mayor, main character, the mayor main of Portland, Portlandia. Yeah. From yeah, I was gonna say, I, yeah, I know him from Portlandia. So maybe. he totally fits Fallout. Mm. Like his, he's got the face for it as well. Like he has a Bethesda face. 
I don't yeah, know if that's just, an insult or not. No, but, he has but I mean, uh, uh, their their game engine kind of face, you know. Yeah, and just even the his personality and everything, he fits into that world. I think that's such a great. Uh, I don't know, you know, obviously who he's gonna play and what, but um, I think he's a good good fit because he totally fits into that world. I can't believe we're finally gonna get a Fallout tv series yeah i'm i'm happy to see they're costing it because that means that it's obviously you know still going and going well you know yeah yeah but a lot of times though they'll, they'll cast someone and they'll announce it like way later you know what i mean mm-hmm. um as like part of a strategy of like okay we're gonna like let you know this person's got cast and then three months from now even though we've already cast this other person we'll announce it then so that people uh, get excited and they just do these little little nuggets of, of of information just so you don't forget about it um, so so anyways uh speaking about fallout um fallout uh the the mod community in fallout 4 there's that game fallout london that is it's not coming out until next year but they had an announcement trailer that was released god YouTube, why why you like this, YouTube? <laughs> like, where's the info? Like, I'm looking at when this trailer came out. I'm looking at their... Oh, they mo- it's th- June 26th. That's when it premiered. Okay. I'm looking at the, so, the, the, the few days ago. page, and it uh, the, yeah, they even uh, show... The web, they recently changed the layout as well. <sighs> I like God. the fact that they show the top comment, though. Like, you don't have to scroll down to the comments. It'll, like, highlight the top comment. Thank you. As someone who uses YouTube, I think that's really cool that, like, if my comment is popular, it'll actually show up, like, right next yeah. to the video. That's really cool. Um, but anyways, so the the trailer... Looks good, man. Uh, yeah, it looks, like, it looks very good. It looks better than what I thought it well, would. It looks well, it way looks, better than I thought it would. It looks so good that Bethesda has been hiring the Fallout London modders. <laughs> so they they hired uh, the lead writer. Uh, uh, let me see. Stephanie... Zacharitis, I'm sorry if I mispronounced the name. Um, she was hired to Bethesda in August 2021. Um, they also offered a job to the project manor, manager, Dean Carter, uh, but he declined because he wants to f- make sure the mod gets finished. Um, okay. So, yeah, I mean, the, the mod is so good that Bethesda is hiring team that's members sick, off of it. Yeah, I mean, that's the dream, right? You make the game because you love it. You're not getting paid for it. And then the people who make the game actually hire you to work on the real official stuff. So As much as I think this mod is going to be awesome, I would love to actually see Bethesda do their own Fallout London because of London, I think, is a great place to have a Fallout game. Like It's cool that a mod is doing it, but I would have yeah. loved to have seen like a triple A fucking game set in london but fallout like that would have been fucking for sick. sure and yeah. for me i'm but actually I think, well, I i'm actually Fallout will always be american though no i don't think so i think they'll i thought they, i think I, they'll I, skip around um i'm going to be in, in london in a few weeks my well actually more than a again. few weeks can you hear me i can hear you can you hear, okay good oh, my i thought my microphone cut out again okay good what you what you uh, going to london for well, I'm going on vacation with my family. Um, oh, nice. We're actually going to go to Iceland and Norway, and then I'm going to stay in London well, for hey, a few days. Well, hey, you can go visit uh, Jack. I think he lives in Brighton now. Oh, he's is he? Because I... But he can always take a trip to London, but I'm pretty sure he's staying out there now, yeah. Yeah, I saw, like, uh, some 
Instagram pictures of him and his lady, like all around, like traveling all around Europe. The, the, uh, yeah, they were doing like a whole Euro trip for like a few months, but uh, nice. I think they're like officially settled in the UK now. Nice. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to. It's perfect timing because I thought maybe this game would come out now, and like it's like, oh man, I got to hold off playing it because I want to go visit London and see the landmarks and see all the touristy stuff, and then see it in the game. So. My yeah. excitement for this is obviously I'm biased and because now I'm going to have more of a reason to play it when it comes out next year. All right. Exciting stuff on that, though. Good for them. Good for them. Genuinely yeah. good for them. And that's that's how it is. I mean, a lot of people start off, you know, doing mods and whatnot, and then they get picked up to start doing the actual official games I mean, look, or look DLCs. Look at Dota 2, one of the biggest like competitive games in the entire world. That was the people that made that made a, a mod. It was well, it was not even a mod. It was a map create in uh, World. Uh, it was Warcraft 3's map creator. It was a map that they created themselves. That that custom map was more popular than the game itself. They tried to make a deal with Blizzard. Blizzard was like, "No, you, what do you guys know? You're not game developers." So they went to Valve, and Valve was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll help you out." And now, mm. and now to this day, Blizzard still like they 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 feel that hurt. Yeah, like, they still like realize that they essentially like gave up on so much, so much so that every single clause, I think when they re-released Warcraft Three, there was a clause mm -hmm. in their thing like their game development <laughs> thing that's like, "Hey, here's our game creator again." But if you create in any any game you create using our little little game creator or any map that you create using our map creator. We own all. We own it, a hundred percent. That's like imagine Halo said anything you make on Forge, we own. Yeah. You like you don't like you don't have the rights to anything you make using uh, Forge. Like that's so that's absurd. Yeah. Anyways, so way to not build community. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. Some some great games have come out of literally being mods and then eventually getting released into like full standalone premises, you know. Yeah. Or studios have been developed that way, you know. Yeah, here's uh, some disappointing news. Uh, Rockstar mm -hmm. is shelving the Red Dead Redemption and GTA 4 remasters so that they can focus on Grand Theft Auto 6. Um, I guess this is because of all the negative reviews and reception of the yeah. trilogy, definitive, which... Dude, don't blame the the fans. If you didn't make something that that appealed, they outsourced half of it. They like it, it was that's on, that that's on them. Like yeah. from what I recall, it's on them. It's like it's also like I will say like they fixed up most of it. Like I played it recently again. I mm -hmm. got to play it on my Switch, and it's not that bad. Like it's bad, but it's not that bad. You know what I mean? But it is mm -hmm. bad. Um, the price point was bad for it. Like it should have. Yeah, like, that's like I'd I'd be happy to pay ten dollars for that, but they didn't. Anyways, um, I'm sad because I would have loved a Red Dead Redemption remake, or well, I mean a, a re sorry a remaster or like a nice. So would I, you know? especially GTA, it, yeah. The remaster GTA would be four. I don't think that's necessary. GTA uh, four is not necessary to be remade at all. See, the or remaster like for for Red Dead Redemption is perfect for me because I'm actually one of the people who really enjoyed the first red dead redemption mm. but i didn't love it like other people and i thought felt like there was a lot of things missing which the sequel totally um feel filled uh, uh the some of the things that i that i was uh, critical of of the first game like the the second one is one of my favorite games of all time and i felt like the first one was lacking some some of the 
the story and the characters. I mean, they had story and characters, but it just seemed a little more empty. Um, mm-hmm. Where the 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 second was much more full. Um, and I thought a remaster would be perfect for someone like me. Be like, I enjoyed it, I liked it, but if they can kind go of back again, yeah. go back to it and kind of flush it out and fill it out, I think I would have been, you know, excited. I was excited for for this particular remaster, which not all remasters I am. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, this sucks because look, you guys effed up the the, you know, the the remaster for your other thing, and then it didn't sell well and it got bad reviews. No one to blame but yourself, you know. So yeah, there, there, there was so much weird glitches, like invisible bridges that weren't supposed to, weren't in the original game, and then they were there. And it's like, why, why is there like invisible bridges in wrong places that weren't? I don't know. There was like some stuff that I like it. It, it was almost like they tried to fuck up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like some, like I don't understand how they got around to that. I, I'm happy that they're focusing on GTA Six though, because I. To this day, maybe it's because I lived in LA for so long as well. I play GTA 5 constantly. I play that story mode over and over again. I love playing GTA 5. They nailed the feeling of LA City. Even mm-hmm. the color of some of the roads in LA, like the, the color looks like the color of the roads. Mm-hmm. They really fucking nailed that game. Yeah, no, I no. GTA 5, GTA I, City, I never man. finished it, but it was the most LA, closest to LA I've ever felt in a game. Like it just yeah, felt dude. like L.A. The look like and the feel road, of it. the roads with the the hills like rolling over the air. Like, I mean, trees, it's it's, it's the, funny to say, but smog. just the air. They yeah, the it's just smog, it's dude. just the, the the tint of of the air just felt it so like, L.A. Greenness, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I'm yeah, disappointed I'm by this news. Look, it's um, hopefully we get GTA Six sooner because I know that they're like still on like pre pre development. Yeah, apparently working really hard on the AI. Which after like I watched, I got I went down a YouTube hole recently on like video game AI. Getting video game AI to work in an open world with cars and vehicles is so, so difficult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you get the physics working for your vehicles and it works for you, the player, uh, you know, moving the vehicle yourself. You know, you're controlling it. But as soon as you put it in the hands of NPCs and AI, apparently it gets really tricky. Which mm-hmm. like. Uh, I feel bad for like I guess that's people were so critical on Cyberpunk 2077 but it's like man it is if you look into it it is hard as hell to make a good AI in an open world game that involves vehicles it's a lot more forgiving in a fantasy game like Skyrim or anything like that or even Elden Ring but when you're in a game where there's so many like and you're in a city you need hundreds of like NPCs and AI to work together make sure traffic doesn't get messed up it's so difficult so I understand that uh, GTA 6 will take a while because just based yeah. off of that as well yeah um, all right, uh, next news. This is some cool news. Uh, Mass Effect 5 story is going to be led by the Guardians of the Galaxy and Deus Ex writer. Uh, Mary Del Mar has joined the stu- BioS Studios, and she's going to kind of... She's the senior narrative director. So, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't finished it yet, but so far the, the story and the characters and the dialogues have been the writing, great. The writing in that game is the best, man. That's the this, whole reason I told you to play it. I was like, look, the game's fun, but the writing, the banter, that's the best part. Man. Yeah, and Deus Ex, I've played uh, the original game, plus uh, I forgot which one was the one that I played after that. Was it? Um, Human Revolution. Yeah, I think it was probably that, that was one. That was the sequel. That was the one that, was the one that pe- like, people played the most. Yeah. That was the one I played the most. I never actually played Mankind Divided, which came out like No, I didn't later. play that one. Yeah, that was like the third one in the series. I never played that one, but I played the shit out of the second one. I don't. I played the first one too, but I don't remember it because mm-hmm. I was quite young. 
Yeah. So uh, this is good news to me. Um, mm. I never played Andromeda. I heard a lot of mixed things about Andromeda. And... Oh, it was it was ass. And but the game was ass. I don't think the writing was ass. The uh-huh. game was ass. Okay. Like the gameplay, like uh, it was just it was it was. I used to see the entire game on sale for like seventeen. Like what was it? No, like 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 three like three or four dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just trying to get they were trying to get their money, man. Yeah, it was not well received. It was very bad. Yeah. So, but for her to be leading uh, the Mass Effect story, that's good news to me. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, you know. People with great lineages working on uh, existing franchises. We have the co-creator of Halo, who had uh, recently started a new studio at EA. He's going to help Battlefield out by making a single-player campaign. Hell yeah, man! Uh, I like a good I like a good single-player campaign FPS game like that. Like that's the reasons I used to play Call of Duty so much was for the campaign. I I mean I also love the multiplayer at a stage in my life, but mm-hmm. I love that man and. Battlefield 1 had like a kind of story but not really, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was more like an introduction to how the game works. Uh so I'm looking I'm looking forward to a story, like an actual campaign. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, I like played Battlefield Battlef- World. Battlefield 3 and they had a story mm-hmm. in a single player campaign that I quite enjoyed. So you know, if he's going to work on something, you know, obviously the Battlefield name and IP has taken a hit recently with 2042. Big hit, yeah. Just being, you know, not up to snuff um and then hopefully this will make a difference you know i mean halo you know the first halo game was such a classic you know the single player campaign so hopefully you can take some of that magic and uh bring it over to battlefield um was i'm trying to see is this the same guy who had worked uh, on what was that uh, one game that wasn't well received it had a lot of potential but just didn't quite work uh, what was that game called it was kind of like a third person first person <laughs> shooter disintegration not, yes not too sure that game dis- dis- oh, yes. yeah it, it was uh, uh, that looked interesting. The idea behind it looked interesting, but yes. it apparently pe- didn't work. I didn't get to play it, but I remember I the whole did play it, dropped, it. Dropped off. It, didn't, it just didn't work. Yeah, it had potential, know? but it actually didn't really work for. It was. It didn't really work for a controller uh, scheme. Yeah, it seemed better. That's right. if they you said had it was. Yeah, you said it seemed more like because it's a strategy. There's a lot of strategy involved. When you're like in that other mode or whatever it is. Yeah, like you do first person, but then something. you go to third person and like you, you're controlling, you know, other guys. You're controlling like a whole squad and stuff. Yes. Yeah. It works yeah. better on PC for that. You need like your yeah. micros, you need extra buttons. You need that the mouse. Sense. You need the mouse, mm-hmm. you know. You need the mouse. Um, but anyways, uh, that's good news that he's working on that. And uh, hopefully he can help repair that battlefield name. This one I threw in there. Basically... Uh, everyone's excited for um, uh, was it Black Myth Wukong? Uh, yeah. Basically, Tencent is making uh, a similar type game called Code to Jin Young, which is kind of set in the Wushu world and and has a similar feel to the Wukong game. It does game. actually. It really yeah. does. 
like even the like the place where this battle is taking place looks very much <laughs> like the footage that we saw coming from Wukong recently. Both are in Unreal Engine Five, you know. Mm -hmm. Both are, both are like martial arts based. I will say Wukong obviously looks way better. There's um as fun as this gameplay looks, and this gameplay looks more fun than the Wukong gameplay. It doesn't look like it's as um rewarding. I'd say you know it looks more hack and slashy, but then also like there was like. There's one animation where, like, the guy lifts up his sword and the camera, like, zooms in on his face. And his face just looks dead. Like, devoid of any life. Like, like, like they did a lot of uh, mm. effort with the camera angles, but I feel like the actual character animations... The fighting looks great, but, the, like, their normal facial expressions just look dead. They don't look very yeah. good. You know? I mean, to me, the, the design of Wukong looks better. Like, the characters. Mm. And obviously, I'm judging this on a very, you know... You know, Wukong, I've seen probably like 30, 40 minutes of, of gameplay footage. This is just a two and a half minute trailer. Um, I knew it. I was going to say something about this game had a mobile feeling. And it's because the people are most, they, they usually work on mobile games. The, Lightspeed the Studios. Legends. Yeah. Yeah, they did a PUBG Mobile and Apex Legends Mobile. Mm -hmm. I will say of the mobile games I've played, like of the bigger budget ones, those are those work really well on mobile. Mm -hmm. uh, like they just like the Apex Legends on mobile. Actually, I played it recently. It actually mm -hmm. works really well. I'm not much of a mobile gamer, but I was impressed by it. But there yeah. was something about this, like the the animations, like kind of had that feeling of like, you know, a cell phone game. Yeah, it's not quite as smooth. Mm. And yeah. and the fighting as well. Like you see, you see that with a lot of like bigger budget cell phone games, where it's like, hey, we're gonna give you really flashy moves. You click one button, and a bunch of flashy things happen. You know, it kind of has that feeling where I feel like the guy, maybe he only attacked two or three times, but they made it look like multiple attacks to make it look more flashy. Mm -hmm. You know, which looks cool, but I was like, it feels very gimmicky, and I feel like I could get over that really quickly. You know. Yeah. Um. All right. Next up, uh, this game called Deliver Us. Mars. Uh, they had released uh, 12 minutes of gameplay. Looks cool. It's a sci-fi action adventure game. It has a kind of a looks-wise has kind of a, like a Mass Effect look, but it's less. Um, I mean, I know it's action adventure, but it just seems, at least from this gameplay, it seems less kind of shooter focused and more exploration puzzle game focused. I mean, who knows? Maybe there yeah. is like some other like fighting and whatnot but this just seems more I don't think so it seems more exploration based yeah. maybe some puzzles or something maybe yeah some light crafting but it looks cool I, i'm all you know i'm a sucker for these kind of like sci-fi mm. in space uh semi-realistic type games um but it's coming out on ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x and s and steam pc it's coming on uh, September 27th, uh, but it looks cool. Uh, definitely going to oh, I don't think it's a Game Pass game. I don't remember this being a Game Pass game, but. Uh, it would work well on Game Pass, though, I think. Yeah, because it's not a AAA title. It's kind mm. of. And those games tend to do very well on Game Pass. Anything indie, you know, it gets yeah. a much wider audience than what it would have. Yeah, definitely. Crazy. But this looks pretty cool. Um, what else is there? Oh, this one I thought was funny. This happened last week. Uh, EA just got tr 
trashed on social media. Oh yeah, because because <laughs> I whoever was handling the EA's official Twitter account, they posted a, a tweet. It's you know it's based off that meme of there are ten, but they blah blah but blah. They lo- yeah. Whatever they they like something you don't like or they don't like something you you love whatever. Um. Anyways, they posted one that said there are ten, but they only like playing single player games, which they got roasted. They got they got ratioed to hell on that one. Um. Uh, people were posting yeah, pictures like, aren't you the same people that are that distribute Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? <laughs> you know, you make Mass Effect. You. Make, like why are you crapping on single player games i know ea is all about the you know the microtransactions and the multiplayer whatever stuff but man they they got killed and a lot of like well-known gamers just like win at them um i had to like they had to like backtrack like i love it they're like roast well deserved we'll take this l because yeah. playing single player games actually makes them an eleven. Yeah. You know, like you're like you're not a ten, you're actually an eleven for liking single yeah, so they dumb. got they the got backtrack so hard, man. Yeah, so I don't know who runs that account. I don't know if they got a got uh attack or not uh attack, but did they get like demoted or, or what now? <laughs> so they're just oh, so I think many one of the people. one of the best ones I saw is they're a ten but they think EA is a good company. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just so it's many brutal. Uh yeah, uh, there was and there was a lot of like you know Ooh, 2042 is a single player game. That's rough. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. Yo, the call out for that. That's funny, man. Yeah, people just just killing them. Uh but yeah they I've got, got some sad news here as well with uh, Bernie Stoller. Yeah, Bernie Stoller, who, if you were like a Sega Dreamcast fan like myself or Sega fan in general, he also was one of the founding members of uh, Sony's uh, American uh, division for games. Oh, that's, uh, sick. Pa- that's cool. Yeah. So he's, you know, been a pretty uh, notable figure in the history of video games he passed wow. away at the age of 75 Crash bandicoot spire the dragon yeah odd world ridge racer dude these are that's my childhood wow i didn't even know this guy played such a big role in that yeah that's so crazy. so he passed away unfortunately that, he, that is sad yeah yeah, when he first got to Sega, he was brought in and he was like, oh, we got to kill the Saturn because Saturn was like, mm. to- it's funny because the Genesis, you know, people will debate Genesis and Super Nintendo who won. I thought maybe because I'm a, I was a Sega fanboy, but I thought Genesis had won that, you know, that uh, console war at that time. Um, and Hello? when the Sat- the Saturn came out, uh, it it battled yeah i can hear you uh it battled yeah. um I, I don't know if you saw that but i lost connection yeah like i got... lost connection for a second okay, uh, okay. you i was just saying uh he came to sega when the saturn wasn't doing very well so mm-hmm. they had to like he was the one who helped bring about the dreamcast which is i don't know it might be my favorite console of all time i don't know if that's nostalgia speaking um but like it just I have a ton of great memories uh, playing that Dreamcast. Um, but yeah, uh, he's a very notable figure and sad that he uh, passed away. I'm sure he influenced a lot of 
you know, people who eventually became big executives in the in the video game industry. Yeah. So, um, I think that's all that I have. I got a couple small things here okay. to mention real quick as well. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, Fall Guys went uh, free to play, and it reached fifty mil uh, fifty million players since they mm -hmm. went free to play. So it's like, because Fall Guys they fell off real hard. Fall Guys came yes. out, everyone was playing it. It was being street. Everyone, all the streamers were playing it, YouTubers. Everyone was playing it. I was playing it, and then it got boring really fast. And and it's because mm -hmm. the game was fun, but they uh, and they were releasing updates frequently, but not frequent enough, and the updates weren't big enough. You know. It was an issue of variety, in my opinion. And I actually played the game again this weekend for the first time when it went free to play. And I had a great time. It's the same game, but there's enough variety now. There's a mm -hmm. lot of maps, a lot of like different like ga like different stuff going on, different game modes, like things that are like, yeah, it, they, they just added more variety. Like this, the, this version of the game is the version that should have come out in the first place, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, as the game is still the exact same thing. It, you, however, obviously going free to play, microtrans microtransactions are how they're going to yeah. move forward. The way the game would work is you bought the game, you owned the game, and then by winning the game, like every time you won a, won a game, which was kind of tricky, you would get one crown. And usually it would cost five crowns for an item of clothing. And mm -hmm. you have two items of clothing, like a top half and a bottom half. So like after winning 10 games, you could get yourself like a really cool skin or something. Now you got to pay for it. But hey, the game's free to play. It's in more players' hands. I had yeah. a good time with that. Oh, that was fun. Um, supposedly, Blizzard CEO is... <laughs> not supposedly, he is. He's defending Diablo Immortals' controversial microtransactions, though. I don't know how he could possibly do that. The ones where you can pay, like, 15 to 20 grand and to, to yeah, get the, 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 the mobile highest. Game, yeah. yeah, and he's defending it. Like, how? Well, I guess you got to stand your ground with these kinds of things. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, how do we give a guy. free Diablo experience to hundreds and millions of players, where they can literally do ninety nine point five percent of everything in the game? So he, he's still, he, he's basically die. He, this is a hill that he wants to die on, I guess, because he's like, hey, uh -huh. you can still do ninety nine point five percent of the game. Microtransactions is just that five percent. Like, dude, legend, you can't get legendary items in the game unless we pay for them. Like, yes, we have access to all the gear and all the armor and everything like that. None of that's behind a paywall. But the fact, the, the leveling, like the, the, the things that you need to level the weapons are behind a paywall, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's actually insane, man. Anyway, I don't know how they can defend that. The only thing that makes me like not care about this is that Diablo 4 does look fantastic. So as long as they don't screw that up, I'm happy. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but the, the they revealed the opening trailer for Cyberpunk Edgerunners. I know this is an animation, but it is tied to the game. Mm -hmm. uh, it's set, I think it's set earlier. No, no I, I don't know. It's, it has nothing to do with the game, though, but it's just set in the same world. And dude, the, uh, the, it looked good. I mean, it was only an intro. It was as anime, as far as anime intros go, it was very much an anime intro. Mm -hmm. But uh, the, the animation looks good. It looks very stylized and inter interesting. I'm a very big fan of Trigger, the studio behind it. So I'm looking forward to that. I wonder if we have an actual release date on this. Um, it's, I know it's yeah, it's ten episodes. It's gonna focus on a net runner named Lucy. Uh, there's no release date. Well, the fact that there's a trailer out, I'm hoping that it, the the series comes out soon. Uh, there's finally a Skyrim online co-op mod, like a good one. Just mm -hmm. came out. Like there's been tons of attempts, but now there's an actual good one. Full release came out this week. 
or I think it's the same one that's been in like they've been working on it for years in development and like now it's their actual release i haven't tried it in like four like four years or something so i'm sure they've come a long way i'd love to try it out with a friend um i'm gonna leave this for the last bit of news because that looks exciting Uh, i'm gonna go through uh just because i know i'm sure everybody listening to this has game pass or because we talk about it so much thought i'd quickly mention a couple of the things that are uh, coming to game pass Mm -hmm. this uh this month specifically uh, every Yakuza game is now back on Xbox Game Pass, which I'm happy about. I was worried because I did, I got to, like, I played this franchise before, but I didn't. F- I only fell in love with it after Game Pass, after mm. having access. I to mean, the that's the beauty of Game of Pass. Yeah, like Yuk- Yakuza Like a Dragon is the best Yakuza game I've ever played. It's one of the best games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. It's literally the exact same mechanics of the original Dragon Quest game, or hmm. most Dragon Quest games, but set in like a Yakuza world. Third, it's still turn-based, but it's like, uh, you know, 3D. I love it. Um, I'll, I'll list a couple things. Far Cry 5, which I uh, uh, actually have it installed. I'm looking forward to playing that because played it on PlayStation. I think it'll work better with mouse and keyboard. Last Call, I don't know what that is. All the Yakuza stuff. Road 96, which is uh, actually a really cool indie game. When that does come to Game Pass, I recommend you try it, Dennis. It's, mm-hmm. it's very short. It's like a very, it's a story-based... It's similar to those Telltale games, but not really. Like, there's a lot more choices involved, and the story has multiple endings. It's similar to that game, but the the decisions you make aren't dialogue-based. They're like, Mm -hmm. you know, they can be dialogue-based, but they can also be like, oh, like, if you picked up a thing that you shouldn't have picked up or whatever. I I recommend it. It's pretty cool. Um, And then the last bit of news here, which is the thing I'm most interested about, is My Hero Academia, which is an anime that I enjoy. It's a shounen. uh, but there's a battle. The games that have come out from the series have been horrible, in my opinion. They're like, you know, like the the two D side panel kind of like Tekken style fighting games, mm-hmm. and they were like, in theory, that it would have been awesome. But there's something about the motion that feels like it's lagging, like when you're punching, and it's like when you're playing a fighting game, like every attack has to feel quick. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. in a fighting game like Tekken or something, so they've done a move to make a battle royale instead, and I am looking forward to it. I don't know how much they're going to... There's a trailer that they showed here, and it's like the main characters are in the game. So I'm assuming it's going to be like an agent system where it's like you're going to have all the characters and you pick who you want to do the battle royale with. I'm disappointed in that. I was hoping that it could be like a create-your-own-hero thing because just based in the world of My Hero Academia rather than the main characters. But I guess that's their selling point. So they Mm. can't really change that. Yeah. Um, but I want to. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on that. See if it's any good. It's a. Fati- there's a lot of genre fatigue around battle battle royale. So yeah, interesting. Well, interesting to be doing that when game studios know that it's genre fatigue. You know, there's no yeah. way in hell you can develop a battle royale right now as a big studio or even a small studio, thinking that the market isn't oversaturated. Yeah, and so, also the yeah. the cost is 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 a lot. So. Yeah, to, to to develop thing, and maintain going, it's the yeah. maintaining too, you know. The only thing going for this is that the only thing that they have going, and I guess is what could work for them is the fact that it's a superhero battle royale, mm-hmm. and there is no superhero battle royale. So maybe it could be fun just based off of yeah. that. Who knows? Um. All right. That, yeah. That's that's all I got. That's yeah. It. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I guess that's it for this episode. Uh, thanks to everyone who joined us either on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash revog, or on our podcast, which is on anchor.fm or Spotify. 
Um, you can find me on Twitter at Think Hero or Instagram Dennis.tzng. Josh, where can people find you? You guys can find me on the Revog Discord channel. There should be a link in the description below. I'm always down to talk about video games. And you guys can find me on Twitch at It's Thespis, um, where I used to stream, but now I don't have electricity half of the day. <laughs> um, if that gets fixed, I will actually really want to come back to streaming. So if that gets fixed, you guys can catch me on Twitch cool. um, regularly. And you can find us on the, our Discord channel, um, which is in our YouTube description below. So until next time, we will see you guys later. Later.